0: Than this, She batters through the swing door out of the toilets, escapes into the sanctuary of the restaurant, blinks at the two bright lights, inhales the fried egg smell. Jingle Bell Rock is playing on the sound system. The place is packed, as it always is just before 10.30, when sausage and egg muffins get replaced by burgers and fries. It's a treat, this, she keeps telling herself. Not the surroundings, maybe, but the breakfast, definitely, after the week she's had. She's got her tray, head down, looking for a table. Has to be at the side, with a seat at the back, facing into the room. Standard copper thing, that. Make sure you can see what's going on. Too busy, though, to notice that she's about to walk slap-bang into someone. A hand stops her. Morning. She looks up, blinks, feels her heart slide into her stomach. She'd wanted to enjoy this food on her own, have a bit of time before work, where it'd be full-on as always... "'even though she was due a day off now "'after the mad few days she's had. "'Eddie, you slamming it too? "'Food of the gods, this,' he says. "'He nods at a table where a bunch of school kids have departed, "'leaving an explosion of wrappers and cups "'and half-eaten hash browns. "'Last day of term. "'They don't care if they're late. "'Before she can say anything, "'a quiet woman in uniform and a sad little Santa hat appears "'and sweeps it all carefully away, "'leaving that damp cloth smell hovering just above the formica.' She can hardly say no. She slides along the plastic seat and he follows her in. He unwraps his breakfast and starts eating, staring straight ahead, savouring it. She does the same. Muffin. Hash brown. She uncaps the orange juice and drinks it in one. So, he says, tough week. Saw you were on DS5's team. The assault on campus. Nasty. She wipes her mouth on a napkin awful, but, you know, we got him. Jack was like a dog with a bone on that one. He nods. Good. Good. Can't say I've been so lucky. Still working on the Hollis murder. We got nothing. No one saw anything. Victim had no enemies, no dodgy ex, no psycho neighbour, nothing. Someone just swooped in, smashed her over the back of the head with a stone vase and left her there. If it wasn't for the parcel delivery coming that afternoon, noticing that the door wasn't properly shut, we don't even know how long the poor woman might have been left lying on the carpet. ''Just before Christmas too,'' Becky says. ''Horrible.'' Eddie's face crinkles into a frown. ''To be honest, anything that can distract me from the hell that's Christmas is a good thing. I can't be doing with it all. Never have done. Well, when the kids were small, I suppose. But now, everyone spends too much money, eats too much, drinks too much, then moans about their credit card bills in January while they try to survive on a diet of avocado and squeezed lemon juice.'' She can't help but laugh. Are you finished, Mr Scrooge? Oh, come on. Don't tell me you like it, do you? All the crowds, the non-stop jingly music, drunks wearing antlers thrown up in your garden. I love Christmas, actually. We make quite a big thing of it at home. We don't spend too much money, but we make sure the whole family's there for lunch. Turkey, sprouts, sherry, the lot. A small gift each. Roaring fire, Christmas CD. You're winding me up. Nope. Nine more sleeps. I can't wait.' She's about to say more when she sees the woman in the fur coat tottering across to a freshly departed table, mind-sweeping the remains, jamming half a breakfast muffin into her mouth, wrapping up the other bits and shoving them into her pocket. She sighs. "'Lady Margaret,' Eddie says. "'Still going strong, it seems. "'They'll throw her out in a minute. "'She'll be gone before they get the chance. "'She's been doing this for years. "'You must have seen her before.' Eddie slides out of the seat, walks up behind the woman who's walking casually out of the restaurant as if she belongs there, just like everyone else. "'Morning, ma'am,' he says. "'Oh, hello, Edward,' she says. Becky sees her row of blackened teeth and starts to breathe through her mouth again. "'Not making a nuisance of yourself, are you?' he says. "'Me?' she laughs. "'You know me, Edward?' Eddie holds open the door for her and she disappears out into the frosty morning, "'pulling her coat around herself and bustling off up the street with a purpose, "'as if she has somewhere to go, somewhere to be that isn't a bus shelter, "'or, if she's lucky, a few hours in the community centre with the rest of her cronies. "'Come on,' Eddie says. "'She matches his pace as they walk through the town centre, "'past the stall holders still setting up their wares, "'the hot dog stands, the towering tree with its twinkling silver lights.' someone has hung some sort of garland around the long-legged spaceship that is almost hidden on a side street until you nearly walk into it the h g wells legacy more noticeable from the name of one of the popular chain pubs than the giant steel alien